Hello. Now, I'm going to imagine some of us have not been to church for a while. Whether it's COVID or we're just not regular church people. And so I wanted to start with a joke to put everyone at ease. Now, the problem is, not a very good joke teller, okay? So we're going to try it anyway. There once was a little boy who was giving his father quite a hard time. It was Christmas season, and the father was not only working, but he was also trying to get everything ready for him. He was really at his wit's end with his toddler. And so when it finally got to Christmas Eve, he was pretty exhausted. When he put his toddler to bed, he noticed that as his toddler was saying his prayers, he kind of improvised a bit. And he prayed, And forgive us our Christmases as we forgive those who Christmas against us. (laughs) Thank you for laughing at my joke. Welcome to Christmas Eve. We are so glad that you are here, whether you are a regular and part of this faith community or this is one of your first times here. If you're joining us here in person or you're joining us online, we are just really glad to be together. Isn't it wonderful to be together this year? Yeah. Now, I am going to bet that you have noticed Christmas arrives if you're ready or not. I often feel I'm not ready, but on Christmas Eve when we put out the presents before Santa gets there, I find that I have more presents to put out than I thought. Does that ever happen to you? Like you're thinking, I have nothing. And then you get it out and you're like, it's almost like they multiplied themselves as they were waiting to be put under the tree. Now, I think that is a great kind of way to think about Christmas, how God takes what is very small, this birth of a child, and this child grows up to change the whole world. Now, does he do it with power? Does he do it with control? Does he do it with threats? No. Jesus changes the world with something that is so small, but is really the greatest power of them all, and that is the power of love. Today I want to talk about why Christmas is all about love. Love that God has for the world, love that God has for his people, love that God has for you. Even if you're sitting here tonight just aware of all your imperfections and that your faith isn't what you wish it was or wherever you find yourself tonight, God's love is for us all. And so, as we come to look at this together, I'd love to start with just a moment, a moment of centering. So, here is what that means. I want you just to have an opportunity to take a deep breath, to relax a little, and to be a little more present, a little more mindful. So, if you have something on your lap, if you can put that to the side, great. If you can just get comfortable for just a moment, 
and relax. And if you want to, you can even close your eyes and listen as I speak. So take a deep breath in and out. And I want you to imagine a beautiful star. Imagine that its glow becomes larger and brighter as you look upon it. And even though it is high in the sky, it feels close. It feels intimate. It is beautiful. It is bright. And imagine as you look upon this star that you feel an inner warmth. And that this warmth fills your heart. And that each time you breathe in, you can feel this warmth filling your heart. Now this might be love, or it might be compassion, might be forgiveness, might be whatever it is you need this evening. And now take another deep breath, breathing in whatever it is you need tonight, this Christmas Eve. Letting it find some space deep within you. Take one more deep breath. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Christmas Eve, we hear the words of what this is all about as we hear from Luke's gospel. Listen. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David, and he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, And she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. That will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, is a Savior who has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, you probably are familiar with this story. Mary and Joseph journeying together to Bethlehem. And Joseph is part of King David's line, and they have to go to Bethlehem, the town of King David, in order to be registered for the census. 
And while they're there in Bethlehem, Mary gives birth to her son in a simple manger because there were no accommodations for them. Everybody else was in town too, and this was all that was available to them. And over in the fields, there were shepherds, and an angel appeared to them and proclaimed the birth of the Messiah and told them not to be afraid, but instead that they would find a sign, a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Love was born on that first Christmas, and each and every year, That love is born anew, is born fresh for us. We are invited to receive this love into our lives. Children know about this. I hope you had lots of opportunity to see the joy of children during this season. I was up at the mall, and they had a kind of a hokey Christmas train, but all the kids were on it, and they were dressed so nice, and you could just see. They knew they were special. They knew they mattered. They knew Christmas was over, almost here, and that they were ready for it. As adults, sometimes we forget the love of the season. We forget uh, the joy of the season, but um, good news, we can always remember that. So here's the thing that I want you to remember this Christmas Eve, or or maybe it's the first time that you will have heard it and it will have meant something to you. I want you to know that this Christmas Eve, love was born in Jesus, and that that Love is for you. God's love was born in Jesus because God desired a relationship with all of us, each and every one of us. In fact, if you look at the scriptures, you see that God had tried and tried and tried to reach us. Um, Before Jesus came, God sent prophets and God sent teachers, and God sent kings and judges calling people to know him. But we didn't listen, or maybe we we just didn't understand. Got to the point, I think, where God realized the only way that we were going to actually come into relationship with him is if he appeared among us and invited us to know him and to follow him. Now, this relationship that we are all invited into is a relationship that's not based on fear or obligation or duty. It is not a relationship that desires to control us or to punish us. It is a relationship of love. And this is hard for us to grasp. That God begins with love. I mean, if, if I were God for a day, I would not begin with love. I think I might try something different to control the people, to stop them from doing the things that are just not very helpful. But God is, God is nothing like us. God doesn't try to control us. God doesn't try to manipulate us. 
Instead, God sends the most unbelievable thing to us, a baby, and invites us into relationship, a relationship grounded in love. As the scripture says, for God so loved the world. I wonder if God's love for people made God, in some ways, more vulnerable. There's nothing more vulnerable than a baby. And God, in coming among us, opened himself up to us. And he was, as a child, small and dependent and vulnerable. Vulnerability is part of all of our lives when we make the choice to love. I think we all learn this, that if we are going to love, we are going to risk so much. We're going to risk that there will be times when we will be hurt, and where we will be betrayed, and where we will be disappointed. This year, a lot of us are able to see our families. Maybe we weren't able last year, but this year we're able in some way, shape, or form to get together with them. And we know that that can be a great thing, but it can also be a little bit of a mixed bag sometimes. And we know that if we love the people we gather with, that we're vulnerable to them, that we're vulnerable to their rejection, that we're vulnerable to them telling us that they're disappointed or upset with us in some way, and yet we still make the choice to love. And so does God. How could it be otherwise? Years ago, I read an article that really stuck with me, and it was called something like, What If God Stayed Home? And it talked about the radical nature of God coming among us in Jesus. And it called us to imagine what it would be like if that didn't happen. What would we be like? What would our world be like if God had decided to stay home? But God's love for us, God's desire for us to show us love wouldn't let God stay home. God didn't stay home far away from our concerns and the difficulties of this world. Instead, the scripture says, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. This is an amazing part of our faith, that God so loved us that he came among us. And he did this because that is what love does. This Christmas Eve, I want you to know God's love, God's love for his world, God's love for his people, God's love for you. And to know that that is all grounded in his desire to be in relationship with you, to walk alongside you in his life. He was so committed to that. That he was born in this vulnerable infant to Mary and Joseph in that stable. And here is the thing that we know about Jesus. 
is that that was really just the start of what he was all about with love. Jesus spent his whole life speaking about love. What did he say? He said that love is what is proof of our discipleship. Not knowledge, not doctrine. That's what's proof of our following Jesus is love. So, how might you and I, on this Christmas Eve, start in a new and fresh way to give more love and to receive more love? How might we do that? Do you want more love in your life? I I like it when people talk back. Thank you. (laughs) Do you want more love in your life? I think it starts this openness to more love from God with being honest about what might stop us from accepting this love for ourselves. And I think for some of us, it's that we feel like we've fallen short. We feel like another year we didn't do what we should have done, that maybe even we disappointed God. But that is not how God sees it. In fact, God looks at you tonight, and he looks at all the places in your heart, all the places that carry hurt, all the places in your life that need healing, and he offers to you a loud and a definite word of love. God is not Santa This is a mistake we often make this time of the year. In fact, God is nothing like Santa. God is not keeping a list and checking it twice. God is not moving you from the good list to the naughty list. No. The God who was born among us in Jesus reaches out to every single one of us with his love. A love so great so large, so wide, so deep that we will never comprehend all of it. A love that was born that first Christmas and a love that in the man Jesus went to the cross to reconcile the whole world back to God. So tonight, I want you to receive this love. Will you do this with me? Open your arms wide that open posture to what God might have for us tonight. Imagine that that love that God has comes within our hearts and that it rests within each and every one of us this night. It rests within us tonight and it rests within us forever. Merry Christmas, my friends. Merry Christmas. Let us pray. Loving God, we are so grateful that you are a God who loves us and cares for us. As we welcome the baby Jesus once more into our hearts today, we welcome that love. Fill us with your goodness this night, that we might be your love in the world. All of this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.